Welcome to the Romans 911 Project Podcast, where stepping into the reconnection in the one new man and the fullness of John 17 love and unity is becoming a reality. In each episode, join Grant Barry to drill down deeper into this reconnection and alignment message and the final reforms for the ecclesia, for the church. As we will discover, the reconnection becomes a power key to open the door to God's end-time plans to help restore the family of God for the preparation of the bride, the last great harvest, and Israel's salvation, all of which will lead to the Lord's return. The reconnection message has end-time consequences for us all. Here's Grant. If we want the fire, we have to reconnect the wire. Beloved, we have spent uh, the last 80 plus podcasts introducing and promoting the reconnection message. Uh, This is a tie into reconnection mandate directive number one, where we would really understand this message and its significance during this day of Israel's awakening. We are going to make a transition now into the legs and a face. And what does that mean? Putting legs and a face to this message. There are many great books written about the one you man, introducing it to us, but little has been written to put a, a flesh to this message. What will it look like in the church as the church and the messianic bodies come together, as the church and the nations come together with the believing body, the remnant of Israel in the land. And so I really hope that you enjoy um, these next conversations as we uh, dialogue on what the reconnection is, what it will look like, um, adjustments and modifications to be made to the entire church, both here and in Israel. and then additional adjustments for those churches in the parts of the world that are connected to more heavily populated Jewish areas. So beloved, I hope that you enjoy these podcasts and just want to encourage you always to reach out to us with your questions and comments uh, and go on the uh, Reconnecting Ministries website at romans911.org. May the God of Israel richly bless you. Lots of love to you in Yeshua. Beloved, in the last two podcasts, we've been talking about the significance of not compromising the word and also not falling into the traps of the enemy. And God has given us this great picture that we emphasized um, in the rebuilding that the Lord is drawing us into now of the church for love and unity to be restored with two hands of Nehemiah. And Of course, this reconnection message that we're heralding through the Romans 911 project is absolutely vital to this restoration. But I want to be very clear. Um, This doesn't uh, become more significant 
than the founding principles of the faith, that the gospel that needs to be preached, that you sh uh, uh, that uh, people lay down their lives and begin to surrender their lives to faith, to be born of the Spirit and be filled and to be saved. And of course, the salvation message is absolutely foundational to everything that we do um, in the kingdom of God. Um, and it lays the foundation for us to have relationship. It's a fulfillment of the uh, prophecy in Jeremiah given to the prophet Jeremiah 600 years before Yeshua was sent that the Lord, behold, the Lord will make a new covenant with the house of Israel. Beloved, this is the true and proper extension of Judaism. The time will come where God would circumcise our hearts, where each of us would know God for ourselves. And when the Holy Spirit comes into our spirit and rebirths us, uh, uh, cover, uh, believing in Yeshua, who laid down his life for us so that the curse of sin could be covered um, through the cross and the resurrection. As we put our faith in him, the Spirit of God comes into us and we begin to live and to love and to connect with the body and to learn to walk by faith. But I want to say that founding principles to that faith are to restore this love and unity in the body because the church is not a separate entity from Israel. Most messianics will tell you that when we look at Romans 11, we see it very much from an Israeli lens rather than necessarily a church lens. Those that uh, uh, Yeshua laid down his life, sent the Holy Spirit uh, on a reformed Israel, a new Israel who took him out to the nations, that those would believe in him would would become one with him, but one with Israel to receive Israel's promises and covenants. And that is the Israel of God. That is the the body of believers that uh, uh, that we've come to to learn and know as the church, but never without our connection to Israel. And of course, when Rome nationalized Christianity, it was already steeped in in anti-Semitism, and it looked to sever any uh, connection to its Jewish roots and heritage to the original apostolic roots of the faith, all of which were Jewish. And we know from Paul even telling us that those in the nations become like a commonwealth of Israel and are grafted into the olive tree by faith, that we should never be arrogant thinking that we've replaced them, that we should love them on account of the patriarchs, draw them to jealousy and with the mercy that we have received, be able to release it back to them. And I've started to teach now that, um, that as the body, as we learn as new believers to come to faith, we should connect immediately to the unity that the Lord established between Jew and Gentile in the one you man and begin to work in this John 17 love and unity. And of course, 
that means that some of these influences uh, that have affected our bloodline generationally, remember the sins of the fathers traveled to the third and fourth generation, nothing has traveled more um, in the generations than, than anti-Semitism that has come through the blood and through our family lines. And so it's important, even with found with new young believers, to bring them into a place of repentance, confession and repentance, and breaking off generational bloodlines who, uh, whose family lines may have even cursed the Jewish people, and coming into a love and unity, um, breaking off uh, replacement theology teachings that the church is Israel without Israel can never be and so the Lord's looking to restore that and we must understand now that this message is vital but it only comes through a spiritual revelation it's it's kind of like the the the, the receiving salvation receiving the gospel as well it's like our eyes were open it's like God came in and and did a 360 on our mind and our understanding and that's the way that the uh, the reconnection message comes in the one new man and so we need to be patient for those in the in the faith that may still be showing resistance to it and again use those two hands to pray for them and to pray for those obstacles to come down that more and more of the body would move towards this message one thing is for sure that during these days we must not remain a separate entity. Rebuilding love and unity between Jew and Gentile is foundational to the one you man. It takes back division and separation that the enemy spawned for us to pray and intercede that other divisions it's like a pathway, if you like, of greater authority to be released in us to go after other divisions, black and white, different racial divisions, different, different theological uh, divisions. And so it may help us to understand that if we take Romans 11 connected to Ephesians 2 and to John 17, we can begin to see a cohesiveness in the plans of God that the Lord created this one new man that changed the world in the first century. Great love and unity had the fullness of glory on it. So the Lord looks to restore that. So, so it's a, it, while, while it doesn't replace the basic fundamentals of the gospel in any way, uh, there is a huge need for the body to come together in greater love and unity. And so this message now comes to the forefront of the church, looking, hungering for the glory to be poured out, thinking that it just focuses on prayer and repentance and the power and the governance. Things are going to come uh, as it has done in the past. But because of Israel's awakening, this revival, the fullness of this awakening, comes to us in a different way and we really need to be earnest in the way we seek God for him to establish this love and unity in us and to be able to send the fullness of glory and it has two focuses 
It has a personal focus for us to come into, like I mentioned, to break off those influences, those obstacles the enemy has used to spawn separation and division, and come into a place of confession or repentance, which in a sense removes residual curses. What does it say in uh, Genesis 12? That I will bless those that bless Israel, but curse those that, that curse. And so with all of these negative influences the enemy has spawned against the Jews and against Israel during, uh, during the church age, there are residual curses holding back the power. So the more we come into a purity and a, a confession and a repentance and break off these influences, especially generational anti-Semitism, especially residual influences of replacement theology, the more the Lord can release a greater fullness. And then there's this corporate focus where God is calling us to reform in places. The church needs to fundamentally become a praying church. Um, prayer is should be the foundation to everything we do, not just individually, but corporately, and needs a whole lot more emphasis in the church. So helping to lay the foundation um, for this message to be received, we must understand that now this reconnection message is, is a significant part of our journeys, both individually and corporately. And in the next several podcasts, we will continue to lay the foundations for us to gain a better understanding as we move in to the legs and the face of this message. So until that time, beloved, may the God of Israel richly bless you. Lots of love in Yeshua. Thank you, Grant, for that insightful discussion. To dialogue with Grant and Halley, please send comments and questions to email at romans911.org. Again, that's email at romans911.org. If you resonate with the Romans 911 Project, Please pray about partnering with us to bring this reconnection message to the threshold of the church. Sign up for our monthly email. Join our global virtual meetings with other believers to dialogue and pray together. And most important, read the Romans 911 book, Time to Sound the Alarm, and view the Romans 911 study guide 12 to 14 hour video teachings, which are free when you purchase the study guide. The Romans 911 books and teachings are transformational into God's end time plans to prepare the bride and reform the church. They help to create the breakthrough that will change the world. The reconnection message is like a golden key from the heart of the Father to restore love and unity in God's family that opens the door to the fulfillment of Yeshua's prayer in John 17 and it establishes the pathway for the body of Messiah, the body of Christ, to receive the greater glory. But this reconnection message in the one new man has been hidden during the church age, in the mystery to reawaken Israel to faith, and is only just now coming to light. That's why we need your help to fund this project, to bring the message forth, to help us blow the holy shofar, to awaken the greater church into this restoration, now is the time. Would you pray to give Chai, to give life to the reconnection, to reach the church and the messianic body, and help unite the family of God? 
To fund the Romans 911 project, we have created the Give Chai Life Campaign. Chai is a Hebrew word meaning life, but it also represents the number 18. And for just one Chai, $18 a month, you can make a difference. Please be prayerful about this. We can't do this without precious saints like yourself who are beginning to get this revelation to help us bring this message before the church. For more information on the Romans 911 Project, please visit our website at romans911.org. It's easy to remember, romans911.org. Please also subscribe to the Romans 911 Project wherever you listen to podcasts at the end.